know what I should do is read the notes and see what the heck we're talking about today. That'd probably be a good idea for our live stream, inaugural live stream episode. Hello, my friends. Thank you for joining us for the PebCAC podcast, a weekly information security show featuring some all around good people. It is week 37 of 2023. I'm Boris the Bullet Dodger, and today is September 11th when we remember those we lost in the 2001 terrorist attacks and in 2012 during the attack in Benghazi, Libya. With me, I have my co-host, Duke Silver, who is desperately trying to get away from the heat. So the the one time I actually left, well, not Arizona, but the Mesa Gilbert area, of course it rained and then the temperature never got above 85. So I thought I was escaping like 115 degree heat and then I just went up in the hills. It was still cooler, right? Like got into the 30s at night. So I think it was like high 70s during the day, but I kind of wish I would have been here because like when the monsoons come in, and if you don't know what that is, just violent rainstorms. They come in out of nowhere, just dump a bunch of water. Then I usually go off-roading and get the uh, the vehicle covered in mud. So anyways, I had to go change it up and uh, headed up to Greer for uh, the long weekend and had some good times. So you've seen this, the mud packs that come in, it's pretty crazy over there, right? The, uh, the mud, the mud, the mud, uh, mud rivers that come through. Yeah. So the, where, it, where it does the, yeah, like it's this the, the flash flood, like you'll be out there and be like nothing, right? Just bone dry. And I don't know, maybe 30 seconds later, it's as, it's as wide as the river is. So maybe it's 20 feet, maybe it's 50 feet. And this is a bunch of debris and it looks like a, a clogged toilet coming at you, right? Cause it's just taking all that stuff right off the top. And bring it towards you but it will it will mess you up that is for sure well thank you for that visual brian yeah <laughs> he just he just called it a diarrhea in, in phoenix so <laughs> a diarrhea of rain <laughs> diarrhea <of> rain baby <laughs> and we have glenn medina trying to make his money back from speculating on z scalers stock i you know can't win them you just got you just get you just can't win. So I've got some stock advice out there. Um, whatever I invest in, go the opposite way, and you'll be guaranteed to make oodles of money. Just like Jim Cramer, just do the opposite of what Glenn says, yeah. and that's how you get rich. Oh, geez, that's that's terrible advice, Glenn. I don't know what you're talking about. Said, <laughs> do the opposite of what I do because I'm okay. guaranteed to lose money. Like I went in, I went, I went all in with you guys when we said let's buy some. Some ish coin from Coinbase. We went, we went, we went in, and I lost my shirt. I'm at about ninety percent down right now with you guys. So it's not you guys. That was a hundred percent Brian's idea. So don't, <laughs> was that Brian? Don't me in with that. <laughs> Whatever. You're the one that was like, we're all, like, we're gonna spend like, what was it like a, a grand or a hundred dollars total? And then it was a hundred dollars every week for like ten weeks. Yeah, and then freaking Chris is like. Well, I bought some loop ring, but I, I bought like four hundred dollars worth of it. And like this son of a gun, like you're not even sticking to the thing. Like it was a hundred dollars <laughs> max. And he's like, I really believe in it. Like I don't know. Like there's there's a whole story behind like cryptocurrency and I don't know religion. Yeah. At the end of the day. So inquiry bias wants to know, Chris, did you make money on any of the stuff that we invested in that time period? No, not well. Clearly not. There was a crypto winter right <laughs> after we went all in on that. Yeah. I think the war started soon after that too, right? So I was. Kind it of was Genesis. Time. It was FTX. It was. It was everything. Yeah. Celsius. Yeah. All those guys. RIP. Yeah. 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 
no guest this week. We are actually doing our very first live streamed episode. So if this format catches on, we might try to live stream it every week, but we're testing it out. It only took 129 episodes for us to actually live stream an episode. And our medium of choice right now is LinkedIn. So again, we'll see if we continue doing this, but we're giving it a try. Yeah, we got lots of cool people. We got Ian and Todd and four four three and Perego and who else? Patrick Perry. List goes on and on. Sammy's Sammy. here. Yeah. Got Rob Larson. We miss you, brother. Good to see you checking in. No guess this week. Combined, we have decades of information security experience and are here not just to educate, but to entertain. We've got four awesome stories for this week. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. This week, we're going to talk about more ways to annoy iPhone users, a children's snack food recall. For our third topic, we say goodbye to an old friend yet again, and close with a discussion of kids and smartphones. For our first topic, I thought it would be good to have another Flipper Zero story. Glenn, did you ever get yours? No, I did not, because I ended up buying having to buy a new router last night or yeah, a new modem, a new cable modem, because mine uh, bonkered out last night. So okay. I was in the same predicament. Good. I was like, do I buy yeah. a Flipper Zero or feed my family? I wasn't yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you bought Sounds the Flipper Zero. There, boys. Yeah. Yeah. I, bought I think two. you guys scared me, though. Kids, I, think you guys, I think you guys scared me, though, because after you guys said that, it, it, it takes a little bit of work to get those things working. And then when you told me it took, like, 15 minutes to to scan a card or to duplicate a card. I was like, 15 minutes. I don't have that much time. So I, I decided against it. You are pretty old. Like, like I get it, Glenn. Like, you, <laughs> you, you, you have shirt? limited <laughs> runway before. I get it, man. 15, get 15 it. minutes is forever in my age. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. 15 minutes is a long time. Ask anybody. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> don't ask my wife. For those of you who missed the episode, a Flipper Zero is a pen testing tool focused on wireless types of attacks like Bluetooth, infrared, and NFC. A clever researcher out there found a way to mimic a pair of AirPods headphones, those, those wireless headphones that Apple makes. He found a way to mimic it using his Flipper Zero and send unlimited pairing requests to nearby iPhones. The only way to get rid of those annoying pop-ups is to turn off Bluetooth completely, not just turning it off through the control center. If you listen to our DEF CON recap episode, we said that turning off Bluetooth through control center, which is when you flip down the menu from the top of the phone and turn off Bluetooth that way, it still leaves Bluetooth on for Apple-branded devices like Apple TV, AirPods, and Apple Watch. You have to go into settings to completely turn it off. The only way around this is to have some level of authentication with the Bluetooth signal to ensure it's a genuine Apple device or reduce the distance required for pairing. I remember when I board a plane and I get a request to pair someone else's AirPods with my iPhone. That means someone just didn't have their their AirPods paired. They opened it up and everybody with an iPhone out just got the request to pair. So it sounds like the Flipper Zero is like the douchebag of connectivity wow just this is going out there can you imagine going to the gym got a couple hundred people in there just trying to you know get the workout in all that like just get certain spam does it interrupt their music or it just maybe just pop up and say no thanks you have to keep clicking it can't switch your song 
I don't know if it interrupts it. It's probably more of an annoyance, I would think. Well, if you think about it, you could only have one Bluetooth audio connected, right? One Apple Bluetooth audio connected. So as you're switching, if you take over, then you could perceivably just switch the device to yours, your, to the flipper. Am I wrong with that? I think I'm right. I think you have to have physical access to the device because it, it tells you, like, you have to hit yes to pair, and then you have to hold the button on the back. And since the Flipper Zero doesn't actually have that button, it's just more to annoy people with the pop-up, I think. Yeah. Hmm. I, I like what you did, though, Chris, was uh, using, I think you showed that you could mimic your room key, which I thought was pretty cool. The fact that it took 15 minutes had me a little annoyed. I thought it would be a little faster than that. Yeah, maybe if you get a decent prox card reader instead of relying on the flipper's limited processing power, you might be able to do that. So it's like a, a buck thirty, right? Yeah, I About think they're one, one, one seventy. Oh, yeah, one seventy higher than that. Yeah, can you, you know, like well, change the processor and go higher? <laughs> you that's no, how you it. it's, it's it's modular. Like you can add <laughs> Wi-Fi modules and stuff like that to it. Hmm. You know who I really want to ask what they're doing with their Flipper Zero is David Creedy. I bet you he's up to some sketchy stuff. Man. <laughs> That's true. He he bought his during the initial release, so he's it's either in a drawer collecting dust or he's doing some really cool stuff with it. I think he's I opening wanna... doors at the office. <laughs> right. I would like. I just want to be able to like. You know when I really really wanted it when my uh, my mother in law was like on her her last days. And uh, we were constantly having to go in and out of her apartment complex. And if you got there late, they wouldn't open the the gate, and you had to like just carry all the, the the groceries in. It wasn't that bad, but some days it was hotter than others, right? So it was a little bit of a pain in the ass. And I was like, man, if I can get this Flipper Zero and I can just clone that remote, that'd be so dope. Just like have like fire department access yeah. right up to there. Yeah, that would have been great. So I buy it now, so the next time an opportunity like that comes around, you'll be ready. Oh, just wait for the next time a parent's going to die? Thanks, Chris. You're so sensitive. <laughs> hey, if, if it's going to happen anyway, you just may as well be prepared. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm not even over it yet. You're bringing this up. How dare you? Oh, we forgot Jeff. Hey, Jeff. So. Yes. Yeah, that and there, there is a new iPhone event next week. Or Actually, if you're listening to this on release day, the iPhone event is tomorrow. It's on the yeah. 12th. What do you guys anticipate being the, the coolest new features? I even Googled to see, or DuckDuckGoat, or Brave Dick. new phone, going on. new phone, new, new iPad that's due out. Those don't only come until later on in the year, right? Till like October. Yeah, it's mainly the phone. They might release like a new Mac, like a MacBook or an iMac or something with an upgraded processor. But I think the biggest thing this year will be the iPhone 15 will have the USB-C connector. Really? Oh, so. oh, oh! I see what you say. Yeah, the USB C. Yeah, instead of the Lightning. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Scott Paisley says a 10x zoom. Now is that going to be optical or physical zoom? Is that what I'm thinking? You're thinking digital versus optical. Digital. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that would be nice. Yeah, the current optical. They're, they're going to come out and be like. It has the thinnest bezel ever, and it's got the fastest. CPU and so much memory. You know, like you look at the specs, you're like, "Wow, it's not that much different." I'm gonna hand you fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. No thanks. I'm not buying one. Well, it's because you're on the so fourteen I, I, already. Unlike Glenn, who's still got the eight with the physical button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna laugh. I pulled out an old iPhone six the other day because it was sitting inside the car. I charged it up. It works. 
And I sat there as like, at one point in time, maybe 10 years ago, this thing was really fast. It was faster than the three, the four, and the five at that time. And I thought, wow, this is really cool. Now I look at it, I'm like, this thing's a brick. Like, what do I do with this thing? So half the time I just use it to play iTunes for me and connect it up to <laughs> one of the house speakers. That's technology. I just remember yeah. like back in the day, like having to wipe, wipe computers and start over. And I remember like take Windows XP, right? By the time they were on like service pack on a 44, like that thing was dog slow, but like on a fresh clean install of Windows XP with no service packs, that thing booted up so quick, was so fast. You started applying those service packs and that thing just started to hit the wall so damn slow. I feel like they do that intentionally. Well, in fact, we know Apple did that intentionally. <laughs> it's PC rot. So what do you think? What, what, the, what what's the what's the trade rumors on what what are the rumors on on the new iPhone other than optical? They're supposedly releasing an ultra version, so I think they'll have the regular, the pro and then the ultra. I don't know With what no features they'll buttons, have right? that, that might have the 10x optical that Scott's talking about. It's the other thing was the action button. So you know how our, our new watches there's an action button on the side for like a quick pull up for a feature. I think they got rid of the mute switch and they're going to replace with an action button. Periscope tricks, according to Scott Paisley. Hmm. That's for the, you can play a stalker at someone's window. (laughs) Periscope. No, that's, (laughs) he's just talking about that's how you can get a 10 X optical zoom without the lens sticking out like five Ah. inches. From the phone. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so this is like this is one of those things that I really can't say, but I'm gonna do it anyways. So, like, remember in like high school, like, like Uh-oh. just the wait, weirdest wait, times. Where are you going with this, Brian? <laughs> do we have to bleep you? <laughs> is there a bleep button here? <laughs> the statute of limitations uh, um, run out, Brian. I, you know, I'm trying to think here. You know what? We're just have to save it for just us three girls later on. I can't, I can't say this in goodwill, but yeah. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> But it has to do something with uh, Periscope and the, the human autonomy. So There you go. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for backing me up on that one. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see who was right on the rumors because the event is just a mere week away. Uh, for our Can't second wait. topic, this is yet another story of when I read about it. I just had to put it in. My kids love the popular children's show Paw Patrol, which features cartoon dogs going on adventures to save the people of Adventure City. Supermarket chain Little in the UK recalled some Paw Patrol-themed snacks. Now, why are we talking about a food recall on a security podcast? The reason for the recall has got nothing to do with the food contents, but the website listed on the snacks packaging on the back. So when you visit the website that's printed on the package, it's serving, let's say, very adult content. Bleeping Computer confirmed the domain in question is named after the food company Appy Kids Co., the company that produces the retail snacks tailored to kids. At the time of the writing, the website for appykidsco.com can be seen serving Chinese adult content, but only when accessed from a mobile device. The store believes the website is legitimate, as it's named after the company that actually produces the snacks, but it has been hijacked and redirecting users to the parents' unwanted content. So they must be looking at like host headers, like the uh, the client 
mobile type. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it must be thinking like if you're coming from a Windows based computer, like whatever. But if you're coming from mobile, then we'll just like redirect you to some adult content, which is freaking screwy, man. I'll tell you what. Yeah, if you go to also on a desktop, it has some kind of CCP block page that says oh, you're not allowed to view cool. this content. But then if you go to it from a mobile device, it will actually serve up the adult content. Well, now I want to like Ooh. dig into this. I want to. I wonder if there's like a redirect to some .cn name or what. Happy Kids Co. Well, look what Ian's saying. He says he feels like sixty percent of Paw Patrol dialogue is copy and pasted. I say that they're using AI now just to have that conversation. It's AI to AI. What do you think of that? I think most kids' shows are copy pasted. I can see that happen. All I know is that uh, rather than being a great parent, you just put your kids in front of the TV and let them do all the hard work. Chris, good job. Well, how many of you guys know or have seen parents go out to dinner with their families and it's got a stinking telephone or an iPad the sitting in the front iPad of them while everybody eats? Yep. I know Chris does that with his kids. <laughs> <laughs> I do not do that, Glenn. People can't tell sarcasm over the podcast or the Zoom call. Do, do you have the no technology rule at the at the table? Oh, at yeah. At the Louis household? Oh, yeah. Yeah, family, oh, yeah. Family dinner time is family dinner time. That's good. That's good. So so back in the day, I think when my kids were probably in the age ranges from like six to, to nine, my parents, uh, one year, they're like, we want to not do Thanksgiving at the house. We just want to go to like a country club and they'll do like a buffet thing. They're like, oh, you know, whatever, free meal, I don't have to cook. And I remember walking into this place and you can hear a pin drop. It was just a bunch of old people just trying to, you know, relish their, their silver years without any, you know, screaming kids around. And here comes the Deach fam with all four little minions, right? And everyone's just like, damn it, going to ruin my Thanksgiving. And uh, <laughs> just like people just dogging us out as we're going, like we're walking across. And kids are dressed, you know, cute and stuff. And we sit down and do our thing. And then towards the end of the mill, a lady came up. She's like, I, I completely misjudged you guys. I thought you were going to ruin everything, but your kids are so well behaved and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, shoot. All right. Yeah. They are pretty damn good. I'm glad you understand that as well. Look at that face. Who would ever disobey a face like that? <laughs> they thought it was Brian you know, that was going to ruin Thanksgiving, not the kids. I know, right? <laughs> uh, I remember a friend of mine, so, so, someone I know, they had a friend that had like a painting company, like a local painting company. And if you would go directly to the website, call it billspaintingcompany.com don't actually go there i don't know if that's safe or not but if you go to <laughs> oh, billspaintingcompany.com you get the actual website that has bill's painting company but if you search for best painting company in the bay area and you see a link to it and you click on that link then it redirects to some pharmaceutical you know knockoff drug uh, website and it would look at the host or the refer headers that says if it's referred from bing google yahoo then direct them to this pill site but if you type it in directly then that's how like the owner might not know about it because you would never Google your own website and click on it. You just go directly to it. I mean, you're not wrong. I have searched my own website to see if it pops up. So you give it a little blue pill, get some more inertia <laughs> behind that thing. <laughs> Are you still getting hacked, Brian? Credential stuff? No, I haven't. No, no, it, it all stopped, but it, it was going pretty wild the other day. Yeah. 
put a WAF in front of it and call it a day. <laughs> you see what Scott just wrote in the uh, the chat? <laughs> What's that? He said, I had an unconsolable child in the grocery store line and the lady in front looked back and said, oh, and I'm like, oh, here it comes. And she said, is that your first child? No, I can tell. You're way too calm. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, like when when kids are acting up, like I like what I think I think kids should get like a free pass, but I want to spank the parents sometimes. Like, dude, you need to get your stuff together. Like, that's usually like I just want to go over there and be like, "What are you thinking?" Like, you know. So I had some kid. I my kids. We went on a cruise. They were much younger. I'd like to say at least ten. Ten was the oldest, and we were on a cruise on our way down to the Mexican Riviera, and in line at the buffet line, I turned around and I said, "Hey." We're in international waters. I can beat you guys. And some lady looked at me. I was like, "You, you can't do that." I was like, "You monster, <laughs> the monster." It's great legal defense. A, oh, I can't. I can't think of the guy. It was a, some comedian. He said like he couldn't wait for his son to turn eighteen because he was going to punch him. And he, he like went into this whole thing about like you know just beating up his his son and like you know people come over. Uh, like uh, I don't know, CPS or whatever. They're like, you know, like what happened to him? Like, let's pretend like he died. And he's like, oh man, effing SIDS. And they're like, no, that's that's infant death syndrome. And he's like, this kid was a fighter. What can I tell you? Like, he, he made it to his eighteen. I tried to choke him out with a pillow, and he wouldn't go. <laughs> All right, enough, enough child death talk. Oh yeah, uh, we're we're doing a we're doing, we're doing a scary podcast. podcast here. Yes. Yep. Yeah, live streaming Focus. it. For our third topic, we are once again asking our listeners to get out a bottle of their favorite beverage and pour one out for our friend WordPad, the feature-rich but not quite as bad as Microsoft Word text editor. WordPad is being removed from Windows, according to Microsoft. After 28 years of loyal service of being a good-enough word processor, Microsoft has finally decided to pull the plug. Starting with Windows 95, Windows users were blessed with this piece of software to format text more than what was available from its little brother, Notepad, a plain text editor. No surprise here, Microsoft is recommending Microsoft Word for rich text files and advanced word processing needs. Dude, I was just I was just writing down my notes. I'm like, when is it be, when are they, they going to axe MS Paint? And then your next line is, you guys remember when MS Paint was removed from Windows 10? You just stole his no line. You just yeah. his line. <laughs> so they're going to make yeah. everybody buy it. That was the greatest thing about WordPad was that you didn't have to buy it. It came with the operating system. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you're going to make said. me buy something? Yeah. <laughs> Five years ago, Microsoft removed yeah. MS Paint from default installations of Windows 10. It's still there in 7. They took it on 10. But after everybody complained and outpouring of support, Microsoft re-added MS Paint through the Microsoft Store so users could download it and use it again. So if it wasn't for MS Paint, then I probably never would have really liked computers. I just remember sitting at my aunt's house. She had a computer. And just sitting there were like scribbling with MS Paint, thinking I'm going to be the next Van Gogh. I mean, it was pretty close, right? It was pretty disgusting, but yeah, it wasn't going to happen. And I, I never <laughs> once used WordPad. I was always like Notepad guy, and then I found out about Notepad++ and then other cool tools. 
Well, I think everyone, a lot of people use WordPad because it was free. And like Chris said, it's kind of that WYSIWYG. Do you remember WYSIWYG? What you see is what you get. So the way it is played out. <laughs> I've never heard papers, it called that before. WYSIWYG. You've never, you've never no, yeah. WYSIWYG? You've never heard of that? Oh, man. I've, I've read it, but never. I must be really it. old. <laughs> That's like PEPCAC. <laughs> you don't know what a PEPCAC is? Or maybe ID10T. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, so what you see is what you get. And man, that, that brings back days. Yeah, well, Windows 98 it had, what, FreeCell, it had Hearts, it had Solitaire, and then I think XP added that pinball game to it, pinball. too. So you could have that, Brian. Yeah. But you chose to use Paint and create <laughs> Van Goghs. Well, that was in 95 days, man. That was, like, way back. But I want to say, uh, what game was it? It may have been pinball. I remember like goofing around and there was like a, a dot INI file in e, since we're just pronouncing stuff randomly. And I remember hey, I was able to go, I was a, able to go ahead. So that's accepted in any file. Okay. That's so a generally I, accepted term. I remember going through that and, and like, they, they actually wrote the high score value in that any file. So you could just manipulate it all you want. And then eventually I, I think there's other games. I'm like, man, this sucks. Where are they hiding it? And then that's when the door opened to the registry. I'm like, ah, here we go. Yeah. Registry and, or it's, yeah, it's, they write it in an encrypted format. So it's not plain text anymore. I think but we're going to get to a point where we started. We're not going to have any applications that are just local. Everything's going to be SAS based, right? It's in the cloud, five. yeah. Yeah, like I can't remember the last time I've opened Excel. PowerPoint, yeah. No, there's no database. You remember um, Microsoft? Was it Access. the database? Access, yeah. Access yeah. yeah. Like that's gone by the wayside. So, dude, yeah. I wrote this bad F and I system for my dad's car business back in the day. Like it was like it did everything from inventory, push stuff. Excuse my language out to the to the internet like this this homegrown website that i made uh it would do all the contracts and you can do like credit applications like all of it was there and then i was like yeah this is cool and then i left and i was like i was sitting on goldmine i could just walked over to like any like dealership and be like i have like this all-inclusive uh you know application it was all written on access and then uh just web browser to do everything it would have been a, a lifesaver could have made some money but no it's like my next door idea just eh, whatever on the next thing could have put it into the cloud then you would have been the sales force of car dealerships right yeah I so which ian move that to. so ian's saying he uses excel a lot i i use a form of excel i use google sheets g sheets which to me like i said i i, I don't do all the manipulation the the uh the mind hurdles of trying to do programming within excel pretty simple like I said, make some make some charts, make some graphs, do some numbers and crunch some numbers, but that's it. I'm not doing pivots or anything like that. Yeah, Julian here mentioned ski free. That was another good one. I I think there was a I think there's an XKCD about ski free where it says, you know, there's no way to win ski free. Eventually the Yeti always gets you. I'm like, well, that's a metaphor for life. You can't run away from your fate and then there was some hack in Ski Free. I forgot if you, if you push F, it makes you go faster, so you, you can always outrun the Yeti. So that was a way that you can get around that. Oh, nice. What about... Or Minesweeper. Remember Minesweeper? That was the other default game. Did you ever know... Did, like, did you actually know how to play that? Like It was like in the last maybe two years, I figured out like actually what that game was. I remember just 
clicking on stuff, just getting pissed off at understanding what's going on and just giving up. You didn't know about X, Y, Z, Z, Y, shift, enter? No, definitely did not know that. That was the cheat code <laughs> that if you if you type in X, Y, Z, Z, Y, shift, enter, you hover over a square, and in the upper left corner, if there, there was a, I think it was if there was a mine there, it would turn white. And then if there was no white, it's like a single white pixel in the upper corner, so it's a subtle way to cheat. Wow. They're totally geeking out on software now. <laughs> Yeah, default Windows software. I remember the other the other big scam. You know, I was an, I was an IT manager. And I'd always have to order laptops and stuff through Dell. And then there's an option when you would buy a laptop from Dell. It says remove games, five dollar charge. I'm like, no, oh, forget that. I'll just do it when I when it arrives. I'll just uninstall it myself. Do you guys remember the the DOS shell back in the day? Like when you're just on the command line, and that would open yeah. up everything, and yeah. Didn't really know how to use it, but I remember playing. That's like that. that's I like, like for computers. Go ahead, command prompt. Yeah, yeah, that's why I just kind of kicked the tires on stuff. That's I like, remember. That's like, go ahead. Sorry, no, no, you keep interrupting me, bullhead. Just keep going <laughs> well, for it. But well, this is like, remember once your computer used to boot up and used to watch it just go through memory, <laughs> right? Do you remember that? Yeah. And it was like, oh look, it got to one twenty eight, then it got to you know to two fifty six, then six forty, and then it kept going. I was like. Wow. And it used to take minutes to boot. So, yeah. We've remember, come a long way. Brian. Remember when you only had like 4 meg of RAM and then you installed 16 and that counter went from 4 to 16? You're like, oh my God, it's going to be so fast. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. <laughs> all right. Good old legacy computing days. By the way, I think we all agree that Google, what's the PowerPoint version of theirs? Crap. Slides. Slide. That is absolute dog doo doo. Like I hate that thing. I got. I edit everything in freaking PowerPoint, and then God forbid someone opens up something I put it on Google Drive, and then just screws all the formatting of that thing. I have to have a local copy of it at all times. Yeah, you have to pick a platform. If you do everything in exclusively in Google Slides, it works. If you exclusively in PowerPoint, but when you do the conversion between the two, that's when things get really screwy. Yeah. So Julian just put in the whole, like, uh, if you went to Google Chrome and you went to a site that, like, the the certificate was invalid, I think right now you type in, this isn't safe, and then it would just bypass the certificate error. But even before that, it was a bad idea as well. (laughs) (laughs) That we, I guess the whole purpose was you didn't have to, like, take your hands over to the mouse to be able to click and accept the, uh, the issue. Yeah, that's not a Google Chrome thing. That's actually Chromium. So... Because Island does it too. Never heard Chromium. of them. Chrome built on Chromium. Yes. Man, yes. how's life going on over there, Glenn? Are you having, are you having fun at your life old age? Good. Your silver years? <laughs> life is good. <laughs> yeah, then right influx on. of people coming in after you sponsored the last Risky Biz podcast. Is it? Oh, man, maybe. I, I got to listen to that one too, by the way. I heard it. I said, this, this week's episode sponsor is island.io like oh that's it's awesome Glenn. it's awesome <clears throat> and john and greg and team over there i got hit up earlier today by uh ramsey harb he's a senior se and he was telling me like he he routinely goes out to like youtube and pulls videos and shares it blah 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 and he said that this is the first time in his life that he actually went out there and searched for my name and the first result is a is a competitor um, thing like trying to hijack the search results now for your name oh. yeah 
I'm not going to give them the time or the t- or the energy to actually give them their actual name. They have to figure it out so, themselves. Uh, so you have to register this is the real Brian Deach. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, for our last topic, and it will be a rotating topic every week. This week, we're going to talk about two interesting articles I came across dealing with mobile phone addiction. The first article in the Wall Street Journal talks about mobile phone addiction being a real issue with young people as well as adults. And that made me think of a story. So I actually witnessed this firsthand. Last month when I went to the baseball game, the Giants game with Glenn, I took the train into the city because I don't want my car getting broken into. And Greg Chu, don't forget. He was there as well. Yes. And Greg. When I was coming home on the train, there were two girls on the train, and they were asking everyone on the train if they had a battery pack and a cable to charge their iPhone. Apparently, it died when they were at the baseball game. Now, I could give them the benefit of the doubt and think that they needed their phone to call an Uber or contact someone that they were safe, but I got the feeling that they were just getting FOMO from everyone else around them on their phones posting or looking at social media. 100%. I guarantee that, man. Like they they love that death scroll. It's got to be on the phone, taking those stupid pictures, sending them to people. And also, Was that another think... missed opportunity, Chris? <laughs> Definitely. Was what? Another missed opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> I did not have an iPhone charger with me at the time. <laughs> but was it a charger that they were looking for, Chris? <laughs> hey, now. Uh, so, Chris, how did your phone do at the game? I thought it was fine. I mean, I, I, I just actually just checked. So my phone battery health is at about eighty five percent, and it'll last all day. And I don't use it a ton that would kill the battery. But I'm sure these girls they had an older phone or they used it all the time, so the battery is drained. And they're probably during the three hour game. I'm sure they were on the phone the entire time. Actually, Glenn can attest to this. Remember, that there's like a group of kids in front of us, and when I say kids, I mean like. They're of drinking age because they're drinking the whole game. So, like, early 20s. Kids to us. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all they were doing. They were, like, buying drinks, taking selfies, taking pictures of the drinks at, with the baseball field in the bathroom and, and just po- uh, in, in the background and just posting it the whole time. Yeah. Sounds on par for those 20-somethingers. And they were they were actually so I remember one picture they took. They were especially proud. They stacked all the cups of all the alcohol that they had drank throughout the game and posed with it, and then they posted that online. They were saw that too. Pretty proud of that. Yeah. <laughs> Must have been like what 12, 15, 20 cups between. There's like, like five of them. That's like ten, fifteen bucks a cup. Yeah, Damn. that's a lot of money. Ooh, daddy's that, money. Social, social daddy's media clout. Money. Yeah, man, I don't know. I, I feel like anytime I do go to any type of event where there's a lot of people, even if I'm not on my phone, I do notice that the battery seems to drain a little bit quicker. And I feel like the phone's just struggling to keep up. Like, I don't know if there's this burden on the network or what's going on, but I think it's working a little harder, but I could be wrong. It's that COVID contact tracing, Brian, sending all those Bluetooth low energy signals to each other. I got news for you, buddy. I have that thing turned off. I don't care. Give me the COVID. I'm, I'm okay with it. But seriously, like, this, what, what is up for with the everybody? For the seventh time, you'll get COVID. <laughs> like, whatever. Like, I'll, I'll stand by this till the day I die. Chris was sick at a new hire boot camp. He didn't test. <laughs> Everyone else in the world right now, anytime they get, like, the slightest, like, oh, I think I might have allergies. Better get a COVID test. Like, what the hell? Like, 
just like what does your life change at all at this point if you test positive for covid like do you what do you do i know Uh, i I don't change anything i can stop playing the i am invincible sound clip every time when i talk about it on the show yes i am invincible it's it's like the uh the never been absent at school you know award right like like second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. Chris has never missed a day of school, but at the end of it, who cares? <laughs> so, <laughs> like, are you? Are, have any of your kids like? Do they have those awards sitting on their walls, and are they getting congratulated on that anywhere? Like, no one cares. No one. No one ever. So, dang, just got roasted by Glenn. Jesus. <laughs> it's okay because I haven't gotten COVID either. So, yeah, Boom. surprisingly, yeah, yeah he hasn't got it either. I believe you. I don't believe Chris, though. <laughs> I still have not. I stand by that. Giant asterisks by that. So, the second story here is the town of Greystone in Ireland has completely banned smartphones from elementary school aged kids, which are. Here in the U.S., that ranges from kindergarten to fifth grade, and fifth grade is about when kids are 11. I put eight in the notes. I think it's 11. Yes, kids are about 11 in in fifth grade, and that seems like a good rule that kids that young do not need the addiction or the negativity that comes from social media and smartphone addiction. Smartphones were already banned in school, but this new agreement will also ban them at home and elsewhere. They will still allow so-called dumb phones so that parents can reach their kids in the event of an emergency. I know so, the school that my daughter was at, it was like uh, first grade through eighth, they banned cell phones too. You know what they did? Kids still had cell phones. They didn't care, they didn't care what anyone said. They were walking around their phones all damn day long. Why? why what's the concern there? Just tell the kids, put them away. Don't use them. I, I don't understand why. It's like government trying to get into someone's business and say hey if the parents wants to pay money for that let them that's their problem but you know the school has the right to say hey listen if you're using it and we see it it gets taken away i'm totally okay with that i think the concern is that when kids start that young they turn into those people that we saw at the baseball game when they're older they're just a little too addicted oh they're already there dude (laughs) i mean they're already there (laughs) Yeah, it's too like, late. I don't know. Handing a kid under the age of, I don't know, maybe we'll call it 18 for the hell of it. It's like handing it like a kid of just a loaded gun. You're just in it. Well, let me take a step back without any restrictions. Right. I think it's just a terrible idea. I actually regret giving my kids iPads back in the day. Like at first it was great. I'm going to play Dragon Ball. But then all of a sudden, right, it's just we're catching fire. And if you want to piss them off, you can always just take it away. Yeah. I, I always thought there was more benefit to benefit than harm to the kids. The benefit to me was I could track them walking home, right? As I see them taking that, you know, less than one mile, one mile walk to the house. Um, if they had air tags back then, I definitely probably would have never got them a phone. So would have been a cheaper yeah. solution. Yeah, the, the air tags, and then they have the, they have the Apple Watch cellular. Yeah. That wouldn't allow you to track them too, which they, I'm guessing they didn't have back when you were tracking or needing to track. No. Scott's got a great question. How many times did you give your kids like an Xbox or a PlayStation just so you can take it away? 
PSP, <laughs> not PlayStation. Get it right, Brian. Well, I didn't want to date him, you son of a gun. All right, so a PSP or an <laughs> Xbox 360. What was the first one? Was it an Xbox One? No, it wasn't. It was an Xbox. <laughs> it was just called Xbox. Yeah, all right. Okay, well, let's take confusing. it a step further. How many of you had your wife take it away from you because you were playing too much? Chris, raise your hand. <laughs> I never got my stuff taken away, Glenn. Unlike you. Fake news. Get get Grace on the phone. Come on, let's validate the, with Grace. Put the parental controls on. I don't know how you do it, Chris. I think everyone's wondering. They want to know what is Chris's secret because he he knows everything about any product as Zscaler can ask him any question and it'll have the response to you. And he has time to do a podcast, edit, do everything, and time to game and take care of a family. I don't get it. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I I would have stopped at just trying to be good at Zscaler. So. Which, which well, that's, cup that's is not I'm... as full as the other is the real question. I know. To the gaming. I rarely have time to game now, which is a sad thing. Uh, maybe he's got an AI working behind the scenes for him that, that he's he's invested in. I used to use Chat AI CPT. for Farmville. Yeah, it was like a it was like a browser plugin, I think, and it would just go out there and like harvest all the crops and stuff. No, you guys didn't do that. I don't know. I always looked Farmville. Never played Farmville. Too. That's why, Brian. Yeah, I didn't play Farmville. You're not any better than me, Chris. I don't care what you say. Yeah, so Scott put in a, a message here, which is which is true. You know, tech is can be good, it can be bad, and I, I think that's a message we've communicated a lot on the podcast whether it's tech or social media or anything it's it's always in moderation if you have everything in moderation it's probably fine but when you overdo it then that's when you get into trouble then these towns have to take such drastic measures of completely banning things see i think i think the key to life is excess in moderation so like don't have like one or two beers a night have all the beers friday night like just get obliterated (laughs) i think that is the appropriate way of doing it and we can go on and on and on about other substances, but we'll leave it at that. Yeah, and the I hope is you're too hungover Saturday to want to drink again. <laughs> I, I used to joke and say, that like, people are like, oh, you don't drink? I'm like, well, you know how you drink that one thing and you got so sick of it? You're like, I'll never drink it again. And they're like, oh, yeah, freaking Patron or whatever. I'm like, that's just what I did with all the alcohol. Like, I just drink everything and now I'm sick of it. I don't want any of it. Glenn's looking at me like, not there yet, Brian, but I, I get, I smell what you're cooking. I I'm pretty close to being there. I haven't. I, I drank last weekend or this past weekend. I was like, yeah, didn't miss much. So, and you know, I was pretty much dry the month, the 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 previous month, right? So most of August, I was pretty dry. Are we gonna do like a sober October? You guys down? It's gotta be February. No, can't do February. It's dry. My S- dry January. My scale. Yeah, dry January. Dry January is usually what it right. is. Yeah. After. Right, you go that. a little too hard New Year's Eve. It's it's no shave November, I think. And if we did that, I probably wouldn't even look like Chris after four weeks. <laughs> 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 no shave, no haircut. That goes for haircut too, Brian, in November. Yeah, I'll be looking like Bozo the Clown if this thing grow out. It is not not going to be a good look. <laughs> yeah. All right. So well, what? We'll what real quick, re- before you, no, no, no. What's the one drink up? you can't? In just one second. What's the one drink you just can't have ever again? Like you actually drink way too much of it, and you just had to quit it. Oh, mine's is easy. What's yours, what is Chris? It? My, mine's not 
that I drank it too much and I got sick of it. I've just never had a positive outcome if a night included gin. It's not in excess or anything. I don't know what it is about gin. But any night that involved gin usually ended as a bad night. And it was definitely not because of excess. Did you wake up with your pants around your ankles and your butt was sore? <laughs> no, that's, that did not happen to me, unlike what happened to you in college, Brian. You can cast all the aspersions you want, but that didn't happen. Uh, so that, that happened to me with tequila. I woke up and uh, I was, yeah, it was not a guy. My, my hands, yeah, the, the underwear elastic was tied around my my yeah i was hogtied what what tequila was it that must have been a crazy uh, night was jose cuervo man i i can't smell that stuff ever again it's like Dude. there's no way no Ugh. yeah makes me want to throw up just so, thinking about it dude i'm a hundred percent with you on the same page as that and uh this is like this is like when i think i was just married and my uh my wife and my brother-in-law and sister-in-law were at the house and he was just got back from Iraq. And so they, they were out like, they were just drinking at the house, like hanging out and having a good time. And I was like, I gotta go to bed. I gotta be up at five o'clock in the morning. And, uh, like at some point in time, they came in the room to wake me up and I was, I was pissed. I'm like, like I have to work for a living. You know, you guys suck. And so they, they woke me up. I'm just laying there. I can't get back to sleep. And I was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go downstairs and drink all the alcohol. I mean, all of it. So I went down there. I sat. And I, I drank. That'll the red, show them. That'll show them, right? I drank all of the Jose Cuervo. And, uh, and then I proceeded to drink all of the beer as well. And so then uh, they came in. I think my brother-in-law came in the house uh, to get refills. And uh, he's like, what happened? He's like, we're out of alcohol? I'm like, yeah, you guys are out of alcohol. And then my wife came in. They're like, what happened to all the alcohol? I'm like, you guys want to drink? I was like, now I'm drunk. And now you got to babysit me. Like, let's have a good time. That was now the you worst idea. Go to the ER uh, and pump your stomach. No, I Ouch. didn't have to get like that. But I, I was definitely uh, a nuisance, to say the least. <laughs> that was a handful that night. I think at one point in time. That's a polite way to describe yourself, Brian. A nuisance. <laughs> I think I, I think I, uh, what did I, I think I ended up going out for a run in the middle of the night. With like, Naked. like socks on. No, I was, I was fully clothed, <laughs> but I just like went missing for a couple hours. Everyone's looking for me. So, anyways, yeah, that's when I was done. That's awesome. All right, now we can pro, wrap. pro a last thing. Pro tip out there because you said Cuervo. I think both of you said Cuervo. Yeah. Tequila, I think by law or by definition, by regulation, whatever, tequila has to be at least fifty-one percent agave to be called tequila. So that's what Cuervo does. Cuervo is 51% agave, 49% really, really cheap grain alcohol, which is why I have such terrible experiences with mm. tequilas like that. If you want a good experience with tequila, you have to go with the 100% agave tequilas, which are a lot more expensive than Cuervo. I'm going what to beg drink? to differ with you. There's no such thing as good tequila. I'll just leave it. <laughs> it's all horse pucky. It is disgusting. Yeah. yeah, and before that, it was always one of those things that just it made me very confrontational as well so like with people i didn't know like more than normal (laughs) brian confrontational Confrontational? (laughs) 
I don't know what you guys are talking about, but uh, yeah, it was. Anyways, I don't drink that stuff anymore. That's bad news. But right. Glenn did introduce me to Tito's. That's actually that's not, it. Not a bad drink right there. It's my uncle, yeah. Uncle Tito. Uncle so. Tito's. That's my go-to as well. That's my COVID defense, there, Brian. That's how come I never got sick. Yeah, there is a new one out there. Uh, apparently, Tito's had two guys that were created it. One of the guys broke off, and his name is his his liquor is called Fast Eddie. Or Easy Eddie. So you got to try Easy Eddie. All right. It's got the Glenn Medina stamp of approval. That's right. That's right. I will try it. Has not been tested against COVID yet because Tito's has. We'll, we'll have to we'll have to figure that out here in the near future. Sammy said, uh, try Class Azuli. Uh, Class Azul. Azul. Yeah. Class Azul. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. No, thanks. Thanks, Sammy, but no thanks. Sorry about that. Uh, guest appearance on the podcast. Oh, look, it's little Chris. Nice. Uh, what's up, little man? How are you? You guys gonna eat some rabbit? You. you can't hear me. Okay, <laughs> he can't hear you. I got the headphones on. Go <laughs> outside. Did you just smell your kid? I gave him a kiss because I love my children. <laughs> I saw you smell him. I know somebody else. Yeah, that that <laughs> I just sniff kids. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> He's a good kid, though. He is. We continue to get great comments about our dad joke of the week. Dad joke of the week. This week, I'm up. I'm putting my six-year-old to bed, and he says, Dad, I have kidneys. You have dad knees. This is how pathetic <laughs> these dad jokes really are. Is anyone even listening right now that is like, yeah, I actually look point. forward to this segment? Like, I doubt it. Right. I don't think anyone does. It's a anybody staple have, of the show. Yeah, it's not going yeah. away, Brian. Yeah. Anybody have dad jokes out there that we can, uh, we can read online? Anybody? Anyone? Anyone? Hey, Ian, Adam, we got to scroll back up. To there get was a couple up. Yeah. It really wasn't funny when I broke my neck. But at least I can look back and laugh. Yeah. That's from Ian. See, that was better. That was better than what you came up with today, Christopher. And Scott says, Just found out the company that produces yardsticks won't be making them any longer. Wah, wah, wah. That's actually uh, really good. That's a good one. That was a good one, too. Julian says, By the way, bad idea Googling <laughs> bat wings. That's not a joke. Julian, so... <laughs> good job, Brian. <laughs> Julian's a cool dude, man. Like I met him a long time ago back at, uh, I think at a Priva. At, but I, I, I have to know, like, how do you live in Arizona and not know what bat wings are? Like that is <laughs> like this, a staple to our summers. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Or at least a really sticky thing to your thigh. But whatever. Oh, I think we're at the end. All right, before we get <laughs> censored here. All right, to wrap things up, the Flipper Zero can be used to annoy iPhone users. Be careful of kid snacks from the UK. Pour one out for our friend WordPad. And a town in Ireland is banning smartphones for kids. That's all I have for this week. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. You can find us all on LinkedIn. Links will be in the description. Follow us on Instagram at Pebcac Podcast. Thank you to all listeners and subscribers who raised five stars in the iTunes store and Spotify and left us a review. We appreciate you all spreading the word to help grow the show. The best way to find us is to search for the Pepcac Podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. I'm your Brian Deach and Glenn Medina. I'm Chris Louie. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all next weekend. As always, 
Have a nice day. Bye, Felicia. Peace. Peace. Have a nice day. <laughs>